Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's this week's message. Our scripture reading this morning comes from the Old Testament, uh, the book of Jonah, chapter 3, verses 1 to 5, and verse 10. Jonah, chapter 3, verses 1 to 5, verse 10. This is where Jonah preaches at Nineveh, finally. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent, and Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. Word of God for us this morning. We're all familiar with the story of Jonah. And it begins with kind of a very innocent, basic introduction. One day the Lord spoke to Jonah, son of Amittai. He said, go to Nineveh. To us, that sounds like a pretty easy instruction. Sort of like God saying... Go to Pittsburgh, go to Miami, go to Los Angeles. But to Jonah, God's command was a curse. See, Nineveh was a wicked city filled with 120,000 of the most notorious sinners on the face of the earth. And Jonah hated the Ninevites. They were enemies to him. And now God was sending him there to call them to repent. It's interesting. Jonah doesn't argue with God. Jonah doesn't try to plead his case. He just goes in the opposite direction. Instead of going north to Nineveh, he goes south to Tarshish. He gets on a tour boat and thinks God is in his rearview mirror. It's pretty foolish. But haven't we done that sometimes too? In a matter of hours, a violent storm develops, and that tour boat is being tossed about like a toy. Grown men are crying, praying to various gods to save them. And then Jonah confesses, "Uh, Guys, I think this is my fault. You see, God, he told me to go north to Nineveh, and here I am. I didn't go. Well, the sailors have no choice but to throw Jonah overboard when he's swallowed up by a big fish, and three days later he's spewed out on the shore. And this is where our first lesson picks up uh, the story today. God gives Jonah a second chance. That's what the verse tells us. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up and go to Nineveh and proclaim the message that I give to you. This time, Jonah set out and went to Nineveh. 
Now, every parent here listening to this today is processing this story through the experience of their own children, aren't you? Hey, Jonah, wouldn't it have been easier to have just gone to Nineveh the first time God told you to? Hey, Sarah, wouldn't it have been a lot less painful if you would have just cleaned your room up on Wednesday instead of being grounded for three days and then doing the job? Hey, Billy, wouldn't it have been easier to have studied harder before you got all those D's and F's so you wouldn't be in uh, such a, a bad place now? That's what we do, right? We give them a lecture. If you would have just listened to me the first time, this wouldn't have happened. Right? But God gives Jonah no such lecture. He gives Jonah a second chance. And you know what? Jonah makes the most of it. He walks well into the crowded city and proclaims the message that God gave to him. People of Nineveh, you've got 40 days and then God is going to destroy your city. And amazingly, the people listened. They believed Jonah and all the people from the greatest to the least repented from their sin, even the king of Nineveh. And God saw what they did and he changed his mind about them. They too were given a second chance. The underlying message of the story of Jonah is multiple choice. For some people, they only know the part about Jonah being swallowed by the fish. And they think it's a miracle that Jonah survived that wild experience. Others understand that the story is about God's grace and his desire to give sinful people a second, third, and tenth chances in, in this life. Still others believe that the point of Jonah's story is that we are each called to be prophets, that each is called to proclaim God's loving purpose to everyone we meet so that they can know him. I think all of those are viable choices as to the point of Jonah's story. The miracle, the forgiveness, the evangelism. But there's a fourth possibility that I want you to consider today. And it's this. I wonder if the message of Jonah's story is that every one of us is called by God to go to some sort of Nineveh. And are we fighting it? Our Nineveh might be a place, a job change to a distant city, and you don't want to go. Our Nineveh might, be, uh, might not be a place, it might be uh, people. Perhaps there are neighbors who moved in, or fellow uh, workmates or classmates that just joined the class or the company. And they don't seem to like the type of people you would want to associate with. Maybe there are people that have different color skin than you. Or maybe people of different faith. Or maybe people who have blatantly obvious different lifestyles than your own. You're simply not going to go over there with a plate of cookies and a welcome wagon to those Ninevites. But what if that big fish swallows you? What if your life takes a terribly bumpy turn and you are desperate 
and the Ninevites come to you. Or our Ninevite might not be a place or a people. Our Ninevite might be an idea or a way of thinking. God might be calling you to open up your mind to change your position on something controversial. You think of yourself as principled, but maybe you're just stubborn, like Jonah. Even when you think that God might be nudging you in a new direction, you can't give up the old. You can't ab abandon your very righteous ship. To do so would be to align with the enemy, those Ninevites. Might be your position on war, immigration, divorce, abortion, government involvement. But you simply cannot change those. You think you hold a position on these issues and you're right. But maybe the position is holding you. Or maybe Nineveh is some personal habit, some secret sin that has crept into your life. And while you sense God is calling you from it, you don't want to change. Every time God calls you to Nineveh, you get on a boat and head towards Tarshish. What would it cost you to change your lifestyle? But maybe perhaps a more pertinent question is, what will it cost you to remain the same? Sitting in the belly of a fish, that was the crossroad question for Jonah, and he chose to follow God's call to Nineveh. Therapists say that there are only two things that can make us change our ways. One is love, the other is pain. And if your choices today are causing you pain or keeping you from love, then perhaps it's time for you to go to your Nineveh. So today and this week, I ask you to meditate on where you were, where you are, and where God is calling you to be. And then decide to go there. This is a holy moment. God is calling each of us to go to our Nineveh. Will we go? Will we stay? Will we run in the other direction? Think about it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you guide our steps, even and especially when we turn from you and go our own way. We pray that you break through that stubborn wall we sometimes place in our lives and lead us back onto your path of peace, love, and obedience to you. We ask this believing that this is what Jesus wants for our lives. Amen.